dreams and expectations Full of desire I just want it so bad You know And it just seems so real It's right there Just want to reach out and touch it Before it all disappears Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it's feeling like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong. Don't leave me hanging I've been waiting 
everyone, and welcome to the live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Rodney and I would like to thank you guys for joining us tonight. Is running just a tad bit behind, um, so I kind of just purposefully allowed the song to play in its entirety, giving him a little bit more time to tune in, but he is uh, still not with us, but he will join us hopefully soon. Uh, but nonetheless, from both of us, thank you for choosing Butterfly Evolution this wonderful Tuesday night. Um, I'm going to just kind of go over our housekeeping things as we wait for Rodney to join us. Just want to make sure that you guys know that you uh, the chat line is open. So for those of you who are registered followers, you, you hopefully are in the chat line. You can submit your questions, uh, comments there. I will be able to see them and reply back accordingly. Remember, for those of you who are using other methods of social media, whether it's you click on from the Facebook site or, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the other one, but if you're using another entity other than logging directly onto the Butterfly Evolution Radio Show, we don't always know that you're out there. So your option is to just kind of call in or register as a follower and be able to listen through the chat line and comment there. Call in number 818-691-7406. You must select the number one only if you have a comment or a question to add to tonight's episode or from any episode. Or if you just want to say hi or suggest a topic, um, we get that all the time. I actually got a really an interesting request last week and one that I definitely want to follow up on. Maybe we'll make it a short series, but I have to first kind of read the book in its entirety, and then um, we go from there. So just just chat with us tonight in any way, shape, form, or fashion that you are able to. I'm excited, and we'll, we'll probably be on just an hour again tonight. We ended up uh, cutting it short last week, so we did not get through Chapter 11. We got through most of it, but not all of it. So we will do a quick review and then dive right into Chapter 11. If we don't finish it, then we'll start with Chapter 12. If we don't finish it and we're able, and able be able to go to Chapter 12 uh, tonight, we certainly will do that next Tuesday. So I don't want to rush through this. At, in, by any means necessary, last week was very refreshing. Um, it's almost like I have new eyes um, as I'm reading um, the the interpretation or just the the meat of the message is different. And I am Romans is, is, is probably my favorite chapter. I have a few favorites, but Romans is one of my favorite favorite chapters, and I've read it a lot. And so that's very interesting to me that um, there's so much that stands out in a different way this time as I read it. And I just, of course, that's just how God is. We There's always newness to his word. It doesn't mean his word changes. It means that we are growing, and however you want to define growing, um, and as we grow, I do believe that our our eyes, our ears, and our heart um, grow as well in that because of that growth, we're able to receive and perceive things in a different manner. So I'm thankful for that. So 
just to recap, um, and let me let me do the, the trash can baby tonight as we wait and, and wait on Rodney because I, I do kind of want him to be on, but if not, we're going to move on um, through chapter eleven. Um, we have not announced this in a while just because we've been jumping into the the, the topic, but trash can. For those of you who are old-timers for the Butterfly Evolution Show, you've heard this before, but often we have new people, um, thankfully. And what we ask, we are a promoter of change, self-transformation through the process of self-awareness and an understanding that without change, without renewing your mind, without becoming unlearned in a sense, and whatever that means for you because we've all... We're all on the road, I'll say that, but not at the same place at the same time um, and maybe not travel the same direction. But the, the hope is that we will all get there, that we will all get there. So in order to, to, to do that or to make that front and center for this show, one of the things that I have loved over the years, um, and this was shared with me, to move your trash can. And if you're hearing this for the first time, it's going to sound a little bit cliche, a little crazy maybe even. But in moving it, what you will find, what most people will find is that they go back to where it was moved from to dump their trash. And we ask that you allow that to be a reminder of how easily the mind keeps up with stuff, with things, and how Quickly, we can get into routine, get caught up in habits, whether those habits are positive or negative for us, whether they are good or bad for us. It's easy to get caught up because we are creature of habits. We are, for the most part, um, we often fight change. And so sometimes it feels easier to stay in situations because we feel we know the situation. I know the situation. I know who I have in the situation. I know what I'm going to get out of the situation. And I'm good with that. And sometimes, most times, when we get caught up in that kind of living, in that kind of world, we miss out. Not just on life, but one of the most important things in life, and that's our relationship with the Creator, because I truly believe, as Romans states so often, or throughout the word of Romans, the book of Romans, the Holy Spirit, um, in the book of Romans, it's the heart of the gospel, the Holy Spirit's work in us, and that without an encounter, an understanding, an acceptance to um a surrendering to the Holy Spirit that it is merely impossible to change. But more importantly, it is merely impossible to have a change of heart because change has to be from the heart. Now, does that mean when that change takes place that we are perfect people, that we should become judgmental? No. Absolutely not, because when that change of heart takes place, again, going back to the eyes and, the, and, and, and how, seeing differently, hearing differently, 
um, feeling differently, and not just for yourself, for others as well. Um, so it's like you change. It's not like you do. You change before your eyes so much so that there's much about you that's new to you. And it's a difficult process because when when that kind of change happens, you're going to lose people. You're going to lose things. Things are, There's some things that used to be important to you that just won't be anymore. Um, and, again, it's different for everyone because I often – think as well that it depends on where you were and who you were before your process began. So if you were a person, and this is not everybody, just potentially, just just potentially, if you were a person who maybe was caught up on um, big, I don't know, big things, uh, expensive things, it could be that you start to see that there's such beauty and simple, the simplicity of life. And I, I, I truly believe that God um, works, works through us and with us based on who we are because, and, and who, what we're willing to give up for that change, for that spiritual change. And so... I'm going to, um, before going to Chapter 11, I'm going to spend a little time just going back over um, our previous introduction of Romans. So Romans, and, and for those of you, again, we're our topic tonight and will be for um, probably the rest of May. It, we're having a Bible study in the, for the book of Romans. We are now in Chapter 11, we're about halfway through. And we probably will just kind of finish up with Chapter 11 and then start fresh on Chapter 12. If you're just joining us, please go back and read from the beginning, Romans, and catch up with us so that you can move forward with us. Um, so Roman, Roman reveals, Romans reveals that without a change of heart produced by the Holy Spirit, it is impossible to have a right relationship with God. And that's Romans 2 and 29 is saying that's where it's revealed to us. The Holy Spirit fills our hearts with his love, his love, not ours, um, because no matter how much we change, if that change is based on us, our needs, our wants, our egotistic ways, um, Taking upon his love is going to be very difficult. So Romans 5.5 5 would be a good verse to follow up on for that. Romans 8 is the greatest single chapter in the Bible about the inner workings of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. There, God's provision for victory is proclaimed. A life of righteousness could now be an actuality through the sanctification power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit centers the hearts of believers to supply, I'm sorry, enters the hearts of believers to supply the life of Christ. So it tells us we need the Holy Spirit within us to take part in that change. 
And the Holy Spirit will supply the life of Christ. So often we think that we have to do so much, and I think that's where we get caught up. The main thing we have to do is seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you if we seek him, read his word, pray, ask for the Holy Spirit to, to be revealed, um, welcome the Holy Spirit, welcome the change, acknowledge the change, um, then that, that, that life of Christ will be provided to us. Believers can live in the spirit of the spirit because the spirit of God dwells in them. And that's verse 9 of chapter 8. We are freed from the law of death. And the spirit is ever present to supply us with the power and the determination to say no. There's a, there's a point where I started to understand that because it became so difficult for me to tell those little white lies. And I, I don't know anyone who's not told them. Um, I'd like to meet that person. But there came a time, just for, for example, work, work-wise, um, or even personally, you know, sometimes you may get a text and you don't respond or reply, and then somebody says, did you get my text or why didn't you reply? And it's almost natural to say, I didn't get it. Oh, really? I didn't get it. Or like an email, oh, really? I didn't get it. And what that taught me is that there is some pride, there's some egotistic ways there because I am kind of saying that, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself on a pedestal. And some of you might think that's going a bit far. But for me, when I started to recognize where I couldn't tell the small lies anymore, I couldn't just say something just to appease people, and it wasn't. It was. I had to learn that it wasn't really about the people. It was more about me saying, you know, oh no, I got, I didn't get your text and not reply, not me or your email, especially at work. It was. It was really easy um, at one point in life to just simply say I didn't get the email, and now I'm okay with saying. I did get it. I missed it. Let me take care of it. And to me, that's life-changing. may not be for anybody else, but those small little things like that became life-changing for me. So let me continue on. Living by the Spirit includes being led by the Spirit. A lot of us, oftentimes, we don't want to be led. And if we really search our hearts and our relationship with God, In most cases, we want to do what we want to do. We don't want to be led. We don't want to deny the flesh. We don't want to pick up our cross and follow him daily. Um, So believers are joint heirs with Christ and are waiting until the second coming of the Christ when they receive the redemption of their bodies. Verse 23, the Holy Spirit Praise through us and enable us to align our wills with God's so that whatever we ask, it is for his glory and not to gain our own ends. I remember hearing that we can ask for anything and, and God will give it to us. How often do we hear people saying that what we ask should be for the glory of God? 
or that do we think about that when we're praying? Because some of the things that glorify God, a lot of the things, they don't, they're not, um, what is the word for it? It doesn't seem at the time. There's many things that you're thinking, how in the world can this bring glory to God? And Romans touches on that a lot. Probably some of your most challenging moments in life, whether you've noticed it or not, some way, shape, form, or fashion has brought glory to God. You could have gotten over an illness. Somebody could have wrote you off thinking you you, you shouldn't be here. So that's why it's so important to tell our stories so that God gets that glory. I don't care what you've been through, what you've thought. Someone else can get that and grow from that. They can see God in that. So moving on, and I'm skipping a little bit here. Romans 12, 3 through 8 is one of the key passage passages in the New Testament. And we'll probably get to 12, like I said, next week. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let me start that one over. Romans 12, 3 through 8 is one of the key passages in the New Testament describing the charismatic, charismatic, charismatic gifts. Seven representative gifts are listed, including prophecy, ministry, or service, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, and showing mercy. And just think about that alone. Most people, the average person, wants all of those gifts. They want to claim that they have all of those gifts and that they are equally um, balanced in those gifts. Um, And it's okay that if you do have it, if if God has blessed you with all of them. But I believe that there's more who have a gift, like they have um, the gift of teaching, the gift of giving, And that if we can tap into whatever it is God has gifted us with and focus on that and allow others to focus on their gifts without expecting them to have all of these as well. Because, again, people are different. They've traveled different roads. They've gone through different things. And that is going to, that does affect how they honor their gift when they honor it. Because you first got to get real with yourself, accept some things that need to be changed, and water some things that need to grow. So ending the uh, intro, Romans 14 through 15, describe the kingdom of God, a kingdom where righteousness prevails. Paul's prayer gives Assurance of God's grace for such kingdom living. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, So that's just the intro part. So let's move on to, we've given out some words that maybe you should 
um, just kind of touch as you're doing your Bible study, touch upon we need to start understanding the meaning of, of words and then making them applicable to our life and understanding what what they mean. That To me, that gives that word life in your life, redemption, salvation, um, forbearance, uh, and those are from Chapter 3, tribulation, um, perseverance, character, determination, transgression, offense, you know, being offended, that's a, that's a word I think that we all need to study. And one of the main words for Romans is righteousness. And we can't ever forget faith and grace. Um, a phrase, the newness of the spirit. Um, knowing your desires, getting those in order, understanding that you are your fiercest foe. Not Satan, because we have to first know our desires. Do we desire to have a relationship with God? Do we desire to know what's right according to God's will? Do we desire to um, do what's right? So these are these, these are questions that you need to ask yourself. Um, so go on. Let's go on to chapter 11. And like I said, we started right with chapter 1, and I believe we ended with verse 8, 11, 8. But for the sake of uh, just kind of understanding how we how we started and where we ended, um, chapter 11 is about Israel's rejection. Was it, it's, it's, it's asking the question or explaining to us, was it total? Or maybe explaining to us that it was not total. Some of you may have your own uh, understanding of that. Um, chapter 11 starts out with Paul basically, in my opinion, in our opinion, confirming that, no, it's not. it was not total. And as I reviewed for tonight and thought about rejection, rejection is one of, one of the things that keep, keeps us believers. It can cripple us. Look that word up. Study that word. Ask yourself, are you dealing with feelings of rejection? We have a young generation. I was having a conversation today. Um, actually, I was I was interviewing for a, a, a job position, and we were talking about children, and I, I, I commented that one of the, the biggest problems we have for our young people is um, the lack of a male figure in the life of, of our young people. And I speak that for young girls and for our young boys. I've seen it. I've seen that void. And, and that doesn't take any way, any, anything away from mothers because we are equally important. But I learned when I grew up, when I let my life go for my sake and started to desire to be pleasing to God and I'm still so far from from where I I should be this time and I'll just I'll say that and if I heard somebody saying that I would say don't say that because you're where you're supposed to be but I'm hard on myself um 
but I've I've gone a little, I've come back a little, gone a little, come back in a little, but through it all, through it all, um, there is that the, I've dealt with my own feelings of rejection. I have personally, so I was sharing with this person that that I was asked the question, what what do I think one of the biggest issues is with our young people? And I said a lack of a father, a male figure, whatever in whatever capacity that those children, whether it be a female or male. So I thought it was interesting as I prepared that my little topic for Chapter 11 says Israel's rejection, not total. Um, And then Israel's rejection, not final. Um, And I just applied that to my own life, and I thought about people who deal with those feelings of rejection. And it will, it's kind of like unforgiveness. It will wipe you out. It will make you make choices that you will later for sure regret and that you will have to um, deal with as you grow. You have to deal with them, that rejection and that unforgiveness. So I just thought that that was interesting. Rodney is on with us. So, Rodney, how are you? Hey, Tammy, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Everything okay? Uh, Everything is good. Everything is good. I I actually um, just got home about an hour ago. Um, Okay. Yeah, I picked Nadia up early from daycare because we had an event at school for the kids tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, You know how to do, like, the ice cream. Hold on, let me hit this button so that (laughs) Um, we're not being interrupted, but you know how they have like the ice cream socials and stuff. Yeah. So they had one tonight, and it was called Ice Cream Social Studies. So, uh, you know, you come dressed as your favorite um, historical character, or whatever, and they had ice cream for the kids and all types of uh, activities for them. So. Everybody at work has been wanting to meet Nadia, so um, I told them, you know, this might be the last time, last opportunity that they get because, you know, um, it's easier when it's a night event. So I took Nadia, I went and picked her up from daycare, excuse me, and I took Nadia to to school with me. So so we were at school all afternoon, and um, we got home at about, about 8.30 um, Eastern time. So that was why I was late signing on because Mary's been trying to get some homework done. And um, Nadia has not had a nap today. And <laughs> she also didn't eat a lot. So I uh, came in and tried to feed her and and everything. So <laughs> I understand. Times I, I know. I, I came so close, but I just said, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm working in that area of my life where I'm trying to just keep myself accountable because I got here like at 7.56. Well, I'm sorry, 55, about 7.55 or so. Yeah. And I was running, getting the computer up and, and going. and um, But I made it, and I just let the song play its in, in its entirety to buy a little bit more time for you and I. So, But we're here um, because you just never know. Every, every Like the last few times, Rodney, that we've been on, I've noticed that there's not been a lot of 
callers were weak and see, but I've mm-hmm. had a few messages about, you know, the show. And so people are listening. We don't always see and know, and I just I just keep that in mind um, because mm-hmm. although I did see that person on the line here or the chat, they, they were whatever other method that we don't have um, an opportunity mm-hmm. to see. So I want to try to make sure because, again, this is about God and about helping people move forward. Um, and I know I needed. I left last week. Last week's show was was so. I don't know. So it was just so rewarding for me. It was, if not, but for the mere fact that Romans, I learned so much newness from from Romans. And it's, it's it's my favorite book. It's one of my favorite books. So it's like, how can I get any more? But I'll probably be saying that yeah. five years down the road that I that I got even more. So, and we we need this. Yeah. Like we need prayer in our life. We need to study the word together. And had I been going somewhere else, I wouldn't have canceled. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna give it what I got, and we're gonna go from there. And I'll I'll catch up on me, you know, after. After the show Now that being said Rodney I I let them know That we're trying to do better With our time I know you are a dad So we'll probably only be on An hour tonight So if we don't get to 12 And and we probably won't Because 11 is 11 is really deep Um, There's a lot in 11 That just keeps popping out So for those who are are Growing or going along with us You know just be patient Because we we don't There's no reason to rush through it None at all. None mm-hmm. at all. So let's take our time, get the meat of it, and just just share the gospel. So, um, Rodney, I, what I did was just kind of went back and did the introduction for the book of Romans itself. Um, okay. And then went over in my, my, um, Sorry, I hit the wrong button trying to get my screen back up. So I just went over where it says Israel's rejection not total. That is how my chapter starts out. That is the title for my chapter. And and I was just when I was studying chapter eleven again after last week's show, rejection stood out to me um, because we go through that in our personal life. And here here we are. We're talking about a, a, a people as a whole, Israel. Israel's rejection, not total. Um, and a lot of people feel differently about it, but, you know, I just tried to make that applicable to just life, our life personally. And then the next section starts out with Israel's rejection, not final. A lot of people feel not just rejected from the world, um, sometimes rejected by God. They may not admit it, so this chapter alone can answer some of your questions about being rejected because as you move through, it really turns some things upside down, I, I, my opinion. So, Rodney, um, you want to recap from – we stopped at, chapter, at verse 8 last week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's the chapter, just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor. Um, eyes that they should not see and ears that they should not hear to this very day. Um, 
And just think about that title, Israel's Rejection, Not Total. So this is basically saying God has given them a spirit of stupor. Um, and, rem- and remember earlier I talked about thinking for the glory of God. And I think that God, the, the word here explains the way that even in this, God was God was glorified. And there's still more glory to come from it. So as I continued to read, it was just, and I remember sending you something, Rodney. I don't know what it what it what it was now that I sent, but um, it was just. It was about the election. Say say what, Rodney? It was the scripture uh, that that mentioned the election. Okay, the elect. Remember that verse we were we were stuck on that verse last week, and um, it was it's seven. actually verse seven, and it says, "What then Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for, but the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded." Okay, okay. And the so, next yeah. day you sent me, um, yeah. I know what it was. So it was talking about the elect. Um, and and in this particular verse, what I think as I studied, I think I was thinking or figuring that the elect, um, and, and it is because it says Israel has not obtained what it seeks, but the elect have attained it. So who was the elect at this time? And That's a really good most, question, Tammy. <laughs> I think I think basically in this, and I may be wrong, so people, if you've read and read along, I think it's the Gentiles. But that would be, um, so let's, let's read a little bit more. Because uh, it was a part that I got here, starting with, and I'm going to skip a little bit, we'll go back. I say then, have they stumbled that that they should fall? Certainly not, but through their fall to provoke them to jealousy. Salvation has come to the Gentiles. So through the through their fall, meaning Israel, to provoke them to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Now if their fall is 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 riches for the world and their failure riches for the Gentiles. How much more their fullness? For I speak to you Gentiles in as much as I am an apostle to the Gentiles. I magnify my ministry. If by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them, just some of them. For if their being cast away is the recon- reconciling of the world. So maybe there was some purpose in Israel, Israel's rejection or being cast away or even having them have a mind, a, a spirit of stupor. You know, sometimes we, I feel we go through things. So again, as I said earlier, so that God can be glorified and people can see God in and through us and our situations. So um, if by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them, for if they're being 
cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? So to me, Rodney, that's saying, as it started out, Israel's rejection not final. That verse to me says, it says, for if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? Any thoughts on that, Rodney? Uh, there, there are a whole lot of thoughts. Um, I think um, I don't, I don't even know where to begin, but I think um, when it, when when it comes to um, this this particular chapter, when it comes to these scriptures um, that you were reading, Tammy, um, it made me think about. God's plan as it was revealed in the Bible. And it made me think about how um, we know that they were God's chosen people. But at the same time, God let us know that just because they were Israelites, they were not guaranteed, um, you know, the promise if they didn't do their part. It wasn't like they could just, you know, go about their business, do whatever they want, and then they were still going to get these blessings. Um, They had to do their part. And so as far as them being rejected, they were rejected because they didn't hold up their end. They were rejected because they thought that they could still sin, they could still worship, um, idols, they could still um, bow down to these false gods and and still um, attain the blessings of God, and it doesn't work that way. And so God let them know that um, their ways and their thoughts were foolish, and therefore they were about to miss out. And uh, and, and when you first started talking to me, in fact, I came in when you um, when you were talking about. Um, rejection. I think that Romans really points out God's mercy, God's grace, and how that works. But at the same time, how you can be excluded Mm. if that's the path that you want, as bad as that sounds. But if you so choose that, hey, you know what? This is right there in front of me. This is right. This this is a promise of God. But if you decide that you are going to go a different way, he's going to let you. Because one thing that God gave us that I don't think we talk about enough is God gave us free will. And when you choose to Um, use your free will in the way that takes you away from God or, 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 or divides you, then you are going to miss out. And it's funny because I was reading the date Bible, Tammy, um, um, in particular, that scripture that, that, that we were talking about last week, 
with the election and 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 it said um the chosen and we also know that there's a scripture that says many are called but few are chosen so God's blessings and God's promises salvation many people are going to be offered in fact everyone will be offered salvation but not everyone is going to accept it. Not everyone is going to go to God or come to God like they should. And so with with these scriptures, I think that God is letting us know that um, you can be rejected. I think sometimes we paint this false picture of God for people. But you can be rejected. However, I think you said, Tammy, in your Bible, uh, what was the what was the other one, Tammy? Rejection, and what was the second one? It's it's Israel's rejection not total, and then Israel's rejection not final. Right. And I think and that so, goes to what you're saying. It's up to us. There comes a even though like. It comes a time, and and I found what I sent you, so I want to read that too. But it goes back to what you're saying. There is um, there is free will to respond to God's um, word, to His His ways. It, we have free will, but it's it's interesting how that we I don't think we really understand it because it sometimes we run across people, and it just seems like. They have it all together. I, I don't know many of those people, and when I say all together, I mean spiritually or or enough to the point where I see a special, um, for the sake of, of the what I'm going to read, a special unconditional election from God, kind of a um, unconditional grace on that person's life. And I think when we see that, um, I don't. I don't think we truly take the time to understand it. But also, there is um, a conditional election, according to this article, and that's what I sent you. Was quite interesting to me because it. I just if you, we will never truly understand what God is doing and how He's doing it. Not even in our own lives. Because you could be here today and there tomorrow, but when we when we're here today and we're there tomorrow, do we ever think that God is working out some things? Like it goes back where it says, um, uh, "I magnify." Well, well, we could just start where it says, "To provoke them to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles now in their fall." In riches for the world and their failure riches for the Gentiles, how much more their fullness. For I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch I am an apostle to the Gentiles. I magnify my ministry. If by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them. And I truly believe, Rodney, that sometimes we are going through some things not maybe to save the whole, because we can't, but for those who have a desire. 
and need to see God in a different light, in a different way, according to who they are, where they where they've been, where they come from, what's in their heart. Has their heart has it hardened their heart? And only God knows that. And only God like for instance, I'll use my own life. You guys, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that if if I had not had Brandon when I had him and been his and been his mama, had an opportunity to be his mama, that I wouldn't be here. I truly believe that li- that this life, the life as I knew it at that time, um, I just was so over this world and the people in it, and it's like who who wants to be a part of this. And so sometimes we just have to let life be. Not sometimes. We have to because you don't know. We don't. I don't know what will happen or how my life will be in the morning, tonight. What I hope is that I continue to grow in faith and, and an understanding. And trust me, I say that, but in saying that, I feel like I have had everything that could be thrown at me, thrown at me. But as I sit and look back, and I often do, I have grown so much in faith. And it doesn't mean that I don't feel some kind of way going through it. It doesn't mean sometimes, some days I don't say, but, but, but really, God? I mean, really? But when I come back <laughs> to that place, it's okay. It's okay. Because if it's for the purpose of saving some of them, and I may not even ever get to meet them, but it's not about me. It's about glorifying the kingdom of God and God. And so... It's just it that's what I meant by Ronnie just felt like it just came to life. Um and I could just see Romans chapter eleven working all around me. So I think I cut you off, Rodney. Back back to you. No, you were fine, Tammy. You were fine. Um something else that you made me think of, you made me think of it just now. Um and um when I first tuned in, and that is your work is partially for you, and your work is also for those who want it. Meaning, the scripture that says, he that hath an ear, let him hear the word of God. I think that, you know, um, when it comes to... Um, when it comes to shows like this, when it comes to God's word, I think that we can't get caught up in, um, as people, you know, all of the extras or all of the things that, you know, it's easy to get caught up in as a human. But more so, what is your work doing for you what is how is fulfilling your purpose enhancing your life 
Because I think if we focus on doing the work, doing the studying, then it's more beneficial than worrying about everything else. And I was glad that you made that point um, at the beginning when I first logged on um, because I think far too often, like the Israelites, it's easy to shift our focus. It's easy to become concentrated on things that don't matter. It's easy to be concentrated on things that look like God, sound like God, but are not of God. And so I think that, you know, in order to, based on based on what I've read, God doesn't ask for a whole lot. And in order to just stay within his grace, his mercy, which his grace is sufficient, um, and his mercy endures forever. I uh, can't think of the scriptures. Um, but we also know that he has mercy on whoever he chooses. But in order to at least have a chance, in order to stay where he wants us, we have to do the simple things that he wants us to do. I think far too often we get caught up in, and I don't know why this is coming to me now, but even the scripture in the, in, in the next chapter about conforming to this world, so often we get caught up in the things of this world. And even if you don't conform, or even if we don't think that we're conforming, we can't get caught up even in the things of this world. We can't get caught up in things that don't matter in a spiritual sense. Because the more we focus on worldly things, like the Israelites did with those, with those um, I remember uh, in the Ten Commandments, it says, thou shalt not worship any graven images or something like that, I believe, believe it says. And so how do you get caught up in worshiping images? Well, you shift your focus. Timmy, you say this all the time, worshiping the creation and not the creator. We get we get so bogged down with things that have nothing to do with whether or not we get into heaven. We get so stressed out. Timmy, I looked yesterday, and it seemed like so many people, and granted, it was, it was three that I can think of, but even that is a lot to me, that were just either leaving here or close to leaving here. I was I was looking at um, the news, listening to the radio, and John Singleton, the producer, the the movie producer, dead, fifty one years old. Larry King, who I know is up there in age, but he had a heart attack or stroke yesterday. Peebo Bryson heart attack or stroke yesterday. Really? And I'm like, man, yes. 
Yes. But here's the thing. You're talking about people who we see on TV and we think they have it all. But we don't know what these people are dealing with internally. You don't know who is stressed out. But I think about how we worship people. People, Bryson, big-time R&B singer. How many people have worshipped people, Bryson, or other R&B singers? We get so sidetracked with things that don't matter. And if you think that the Bible isn't relevant now because it was written so long ago, you're fooling yourself. There's so many examples in the Bible that we can relate to today. And that's why Romans talks about Israel's relationship with God. How they were God's chosen people, but how they also fell out with God because of their disobedience. Because of them losing focus. And in verse 11, it talks about how they were blinded. And that goes back to free will. If you choose to be ignorant, God can show you all he wants to. God can teach you all he wants to. He can send as many people as he wants to. But if you would rather be ignorant, it's better for him to let you be ignorant. Because it, it's just like you or I, Tammy, trying to talk to somebody or trying to talk sense into somebody, as we as we say. And we notice that they just keep doing the same thing over and over. Eventually, we're not going to give up on them, but we have to say, okay, that is just the life that you want. Because if not, it'll start killing us. Right, right. And I think the second part, Tammy, where you said it is not final, I think that's the other part to this. Some people, very few, but some people, eventually the light bulb goes off. And I think because God is so forgiving, because God is merciful. Even in the prodigal son, that, that, that story, the prodigal son, and the brother was upset because he was like, man, I've been here. I've been doing the right thing all this time. And my brother went off and blew everything, and now he's back, and my dad is so excited. And the dad is like, well, with you, it was easy. You always did the right thing. But... My other son has learned the error in his ways. 
I think because God is so merciful, because God is forgiving, and because God is not on the same timetable that we are, I think that's why it's not final. You can find your way back if you want to and if it's not too late. So anybody who's listening to this show, understand that there is hope. There is the possibility. There is a way back. And in the Dig Bible, Tammy, it talks about desire, uh, especially in verse 7, where it says, Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for. So what what Israel desired, they didn't get it because of their ways, though. It says, but the election, and the election in the Dig Bible, Tammy, it says the chosen hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. And those that were chosen, they obtained it because they wanted it. And it says the rest were blinded. And you know, Rodney, so, that is right there what you just said. They they obtained obtained it because they wanted it. Just think yeah. about life away from this away from this. There are so many things that we say we want mm-hmm. but we will not obtain it because we're not willing to endure or to do what it needs to get it. And God is is no different. You know, you it's there. And some people may get caught up and think, I did too much I, God can't change me. I can't change. It is not an overnight process. It can be because of who God is. It can be. But mm-hmm. just like I, I want to read what I sent to you, Rodney, because and it, it, it went back. I ended up looking this up based on chapters, I'm sorry, verse 7 when it talked about the elect. And It says, unconditional election, also known as unconditional grace, is a Lutheran and Reformed doctrine relating to predestination that describes the actions and motives of God in eternity past. Before he created the world where he predestinated some people to receive salvation, the elect and the rest he left to continue in their sins and receive the just punishment eternal damnation for their transgressions of God's law as outlined in the Old and New Testaments of the Bible God made these choices according to his own purposes apart from any conditions or qualities related to those persons So for his own purpose, apart from any conditions or qualities related to those persons, the counter view to the unconditional election is conditional election, the belief that God chooses 
for eternal salvation those whom he foreknows, and we talked about that last week, will exercise their free will to respond to God's prevalent grace with faith, with, with faith in Christ. And before I turn it back over to you, Rodney, I want to read this as well. It says, the gospel is the greatest riches of every place where it is, as therefore the righteous rejection of the unbelieving Jews was the occasion of so large a multitude of the Gentiles being reconciled to God. So, and at peace with him. The future receiving the Jews into the church would be such a change as would resemble a general resurrection resurrection of the dead in sin, the dead in sin to a life of righteousness. So it's saying to the like all of this was for a purpose, so that people um, will be reconciled. The Gentiles, the multitude of the multitude of the Gentiles being reconciled to God. And I love the next one, and at peace with him. How often do we think, am I at peace with God? Am I at peace with my creator? What does that mean? What does that look like? And I I could speak so much for that because it was a time where I wasn't. Like, I was always trying to do something, something, to get some kind of something out of something to make me feel worthy for this God. And and at the end of the day, there is nothing, there is nothing, nothing, no work that I can do for that. That, that, that comes from an internal peace of knowing Having a relationship with God. So I just I just thought that was interesting. Back over to you, Rodney. Tammy, um, what do you think in today's times? Because um, I know we're not you know Israelites or anything, but what do you think or who? Um, Separates us from God. We do ourselves, our our selfish desires, our need to be um, without flaw. Um, so I'll say we are our fiercest foe. Me, um, what I think I am, what I think I'm not, what I think, who I think I should be, where I should be that we're always, and that's why I say about that peace, we're always trying to do this, do that, so that it it does this for us. And at the end of the day, when, when I, for me, when I came to the real, realization that this, my life is not my own, as the song says, um, I'm passing through this world. Um, I no longer have a need to be attached to anything or anyone. And from this little controlling um, 
what is the word? Uh, what other words? Can I, this little controlling um, OCD um, perfectionist girl. This little this little girl right here with all those things in front of her name before. That's huge for me. I realize mm. that I am nothing without Christ. I'm going to go a bit farther. Without the Holy Spirit in my life, I am nothing. I, I You wouldn't, and I've said this on this show, you could not trust me. You wouldn't want to. I don't trust myself without the Holy Spirit, without an acknowledgement that there's something more in me that I have to hold myself accountable. And I, I have to always say this. It does not mean that I'm perfect and without flaw, but it does mean I've come a long way. And I'm not who I used to be. And I still have some stuff to drop. I still have to pick up my cross. And some days it seems heavier than it did yesterday. So we are, I am, for me. I am, but to mm. me, that's where um, just a, 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 we say some words like surrendering. We say some words that we we never really research and apply it to. What does that mean for my life? What does that mean for my relationship with God? There's there's some people maybe listening to this, and maybe you've not even thought about. Today, this week, this past weekend, what's my relationship with God? What am I doing to feed that relationship? What am I doing? How am I going, How am I going through things? And so for me, right, to answer your question, it's, it's me. Wow. I like your I like your answer, Tim, and I think I and I think I would say the same thing. I know we're winding down here, so I just want to read this uh, real quick, Tammy. Um, verse eleven. Um, it says, "I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall?" And um, and in the Dake Bible, it says, um. Have the Jews stumbled to complete and eternal ruin? God forbid. And I think that's what you were talking about earlier um, as far as um, it not being final. It says their ruin is only temporary. In the meantime, the Gentiles will take their place to provoke them to jealousy. The fall of the Jews was not in itself, the reason for the salvation of the Gentiles. They were to be saved whether the Jews accepted or rejected the gospel. The unbelief of Israel could never give faith to the Gentiles. The rejection of Christ by the Jews only accelerated the salvation of the Gentiles. I think that... um, Rodney, what verse did you stop at? That was uh, verse 11. So all of that was that verse was all, 11 for you. Okay, that, uh, so the last part of what I read were the notes for um, okay. not even the whole verse. It was just that first question. Or actually it was for the whole verse. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Okay, I want to read, um, okay, I'm going to start at 15, and then we'll go a little bit, and we'll just start to bring it to a close. But if anybody has any questions or comments, please let us know. And do go back and read Romans chapter 11 for yourself. Um, And keep in mind what it's all about. Keep in mind. Um, For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead and that's what I was just reading um, just kind of an, uh, an insert from from uh, explanation of Romans chapter 11 I'm sorry Romans chapter yeah chapter 11 for if the first fruit is holy the lump is also holy and if the root is holy so are the branches and if some of the branches were broken off and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree. Do not boast against the branches. That's important. Do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. There's a lot in that little section right there as it relates to the Israel's uh, rejection, the Gentiles' acceptance. There is a lot because sometimes there's a blessing that comes upon us and that we get so caught up that we we try to pretend that we, we were the root. We started this tree. I'm the root of this tree. So there's a lot. And lastly, it says, you will say then, branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. So branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. So sometimes something may be taken from you, broken from you, so that others be grafted in. That souls can, lost souls can be bought to God. Well said, because well said, because of unbelief they were broken off, and you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear, for if God did not spare the natural branches, for if God did not spare the natural branches, He may not spare you either. There's something in that the natural branches. And that's why I say go back and read this. Therefore, consider the goodness and the severity of God. The goodness and the severity. Look that word up, severity. Um, let's see. I wanna, I'm going to figure out where I'm going to stop. Um, so, therefore, consider the goodness and the severity of God on those who fail. On those who fail. Severity, but let me see now. But toward you, goodness. If you continue in His goodness, otherwise you also be cut off. So, again, that's saying you can be cut. We we can be cut off. That doesn't mean we can't come back. And they also, if they do not continue in unbelief, will be grafted in. If they do not continue 
and disbelief. And we have to really think about belief. What When you believe in something or somebody, you support them. You support it. Think about, you know, why do you love football, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you support it, don't you? You know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it could be something, just, just make it applicable to life. So, and they also, if they do not continue in in unbelief, will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, and were grafted contrary to your nature into a cultivating olive tree, how much more will these who are natural branches? be grafted into their own olive tree who were natural branches. I mean they weren't they didn't they weren't like you. You got swept in with all the good ones because of God's grace and mercy. <laughs> they were. They were the elect, if that's a good word to use for this. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion. That blindness is part that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and so all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away. Listen to this. When I take away their sins, and I'll stop right there. That's a that's a lot. We so we'll pick back up at twenty eight. But when I take away their sins, Rodney, I'll turn it over to you. Tammy, um, I, I'm I'm gonna uh, ask this when. When it is taken away, what are you going to do with it? When you are giving, when you are given an opportunity to redeem yourself, how are you going to handle it? If you are rejected because of your your own actions or your own thoughts, or because God is waiting on you and, and you're busy doing um, the opposite of what he's called you to do. What are you going to do the second time around? Because Tammy alluded to this um, just now and I and I was reading the same thing. Just because God moves on to somebody else doesn't mean that it's it's over for you. Because even in, in in the notes that I read, it it may speed up the process for somebody else, but it doesn't mean that it's over for you. So what are you going to do? When God calls your number, what are you going to do? 
and uh, and I really hope that with this show that people understand that just like the the scripture says, the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but to the one who can endure to the end. How are you going to be the opposite of the Israelites? How are you going to either be on the right path or stay on the right path? Because you you can be forgiven. We all can. But the key is, and we've said this on a number of shows, you have to want it. You got to want it. And I think that the easiest thing to do is to just take a step. Whatever that step may be for you, you need to take a step. Tammy, uh, your your uh, your event that's coming up. How's that going? Um, it's going good. I got a lot more. I've just been work has just been kind of having me a little bit of jerking, doing me a little jerking around. I would say, but I've had some. I've and with that being said, I've also met some some just people that. The people that the kind of people that I've been wanting to meet, I, I will say that. And so I'm just I, I think that that speaks of again my desire and my um, just things I'm I've let go. And and it is so true that we have to let go to receive. And letting go sometimes is so difficult. So it's coming. I've I've been able to secure the other speakers that kind of like the TED Talk thing and. Um, was introduced to some people who are helping me grow my business as well. So and and I wasn't looking for it. So it some I met with someone that I met months ago and he has just been a blessing with connecting me with people that not only can assist me but assist Brandon in what he's doing. So it is going well and I'm just kind of um putting it out there that it's, it is going to be a success. We have just one, wait, one, two, two vendor spots left. So the vendor spaces have been taken, um, and that's a blessing. And so now we just got to get ticket sales going. I um, had someone reach out to me and, and out of the blue says, you know, I can't be there, but I'll donate. What can I make a donation? What can I do? Um and so it's just it's gonna it's gonna be great um, in in many ways. So I'm looking forward to it. And and that's for those of you who may not have heard or know what that event is. But we have um, the Women of Empowerment Memphis chapter, which is her vision. Uh, we're having our ribbon cutting ceremony and a business summit as well. Some amazing speakers that are going to speak on. Um, not just your professional, things you could do professionally to grow your business, but we need to be also in a personal space, a good personal space to be that in that professional space. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I, I really, really am, and I'm looking forward to, I'm already thinking um, what we can do after that. 
I do have, um, and I'm going to go ahead and, and put it out there, I'm going to be doing a Becoming One conference for those who are married or are looking to be. Um, and so that's the next big thing that I'm going to start working on, and I'm going to try to have that um, before Christmas, way before Christmas, hopefully. So um, looking forward to that and just kind of moving forward and waiting on things to happen according to God's will. So that being said, Rodney, I, I see you've been working because I, I did a survey last night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 I have. I, I um, Like I've said in previous shows, I've been um, really just doing a lot of work uh, behind the scenes um take just taking it one day at a time and um uh, uh really uh just focusing on um you know just being a husband and a father and um so that I wouldn't really do anything major until Nadia was at least one because I feel like these are just some very critical and crucial times and it it's it 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 really takes more than than one person to um to raise a child, and, and, and honestly, Tim, I think it takes more than two most times, um, but um, I have been doing work behind the scenes, and well, I'm sure you know with with, uh, with helping Brandon and, and fellow with Zali, so, um, but I have been doing some work behind the scenes, and a friend of mine and I have been um, working on um, starting a preschool um, and so we are still in the early stages. We've been, um, we've been, you know, going for a little bit now, but still in the early stages and, and just trying to gather some information. So um, I will be putting the, the link out there for, um, you know, people to complete the survey. Um, I think right now we said that we're going to try to, uh, we set a goal for uh sending the the survey to 10 people uh, per week for the next four weeks. So we're going to try to do that, and uh, we're going to break down the data and kind of go from there. We want to see what people need and, um, you know, what they want for their children. So uh, for those of you who are listening, please feel free to email me at um, jordanliterature at gmail.com. Uh, that's J-O-R-D-A-N-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-U-R-E. Hopefully I spelled that right, um, at gmail.com. Um, if you are interested in taking the survey, and you don't have to give your name. It's completely anonymous. And no, we, <laughs> um, we, we, we are not saying that it's anonymous, and then we can see based on your email or anything like that. I lie to you not. We cannot see your your. We can't see your name. Um, there's no space to even type your name. So um, we're basically looking for information um, that will help us in in planning and starting a preschool. Um, and there are just some 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 um, you know some background questions to to answer um, just for data purposes as far as. Um, your income, your spouse's income, or you know your um, your child's uh, mother or father's income, education, um, you know, and, and just things that you guys think would go a long way as far as um, 
a, a, what a child needs um, in a preschool. So um, if you're interested, email me at jordanliterature at gmail.com, or you can you can call me on the phone at 703-595-5055, and we'll definitely um, get it out to you. Um, Tammy, I, I must say I did exceed my goal. I, um, I think I sent it to 13 people, So, um, but I'm still going to send it to 10 um, on Sunday um, as we agreed to. So thank you for completing it. Um, I look forward to reading your responses. Thank you so much. Um, how long did it take you to fill it out, Tammy? Not long at all, maybe. I mean, it was less than five minutes. Not long at all. So, so those of you listening, um, if you think it's going to consume your life, it is not. It is a very quick survey. Um, so, again, if you are interested, please let me know. Um, Tammy, anything else going on in your world? Um, no, not really. Just, just other than, yeah, well, I take it back. The city of Memphis, I, I contract whatever we want to call it. I want get guys to people to just keep still continue to keep us lifted up for that. Um, it's going a bit slower than we had to hope for, but we are still in the run because what they did was just change the dates. I think I mentioned that they decided to. They told us that what we'll do is just let you start with a fresh group rather than coming in the middle of a group that's already been in process. And that's supposed to that group is supposed to start um, sometimes latter May. They didn't have the exact dates, so I'm still just being in prayer about that, hoping that we get that opportunity um, to work with with the city of Memphis and for just the business to grow to grow. I'm really at a point, Rodney, where I'm, I say this, and I'm going to say. Just, just really understand what I'm saying. That I'm, I'm almost willing to do anything within my parameters, who I am, not go mm-hmm. against you know, who Tammy is, to grow my business. And I feel mentally, I am in a different state. Of, I don't feel. I know that I am. And just by the, the, the people that I'm attracting, um, who are offering to help and to do this and talk to this person and talk to this person um, is just, it's a God thing. And I and I just truly believe that I've had some breakthroughs, some personal breakthroughs um, that were needed for that next level. Um, so just continued prayer for me, my business, for Rodney, this radio show, our lives, because it, it, I'm, I'm sure... Rodney probably can say yes to this. I was exhausted when I started. When I, I mean, I drove, I worked, I got off at 7.30, I came home. I was running on, on last minute to get this show started up, and it would have been so easy to say, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm tired, Rodney's going to be late. Rodney, let's just do it next week. It would have been so easy, <laughs> but... Um, Different day, different time, different life. Now, that doesn't mean we won't do it one night because I, I'm going to measure, and Rodney is too, we, you have to take care of you. We have to take care of you. And, and Rodney, before, we really are going to get off here. That reminds me, there was this young man came in 
in the store and he had he paid and he must have been 14 15 and he was because he asked about a job as well so i asked him he was going to be 15 he wanted to know how old he had to be so he did not want his change and i'm looking at him like oh this ain't first of all i'm saying to myself this ain't your change it's your mama <laughs> he just said keep the change it was like I think it was like nine cents or something. And I'm looking at him like, keep the change. And so the, it was a lady behind him, um, and she was looking too, like had that same look. So he asked about a job, um, you know, after giving the change, because I didn't say anything at that time. And, and I said, son, I said, now you're, you're asking for a job and you need a job. Why didn't you want your change? And he just looked at me like, I don't know. I was like, you, it is perfectly okay to give, but you are a young man. You need a job. Save your money, and then, mm-hmm. then you're able to give. And so then that lady that was behind me, she just jumped in, and she was like, she's telling you right. You invest in yourself, and you take care of you, and you get that. She She even asked him some questions and told him some places to go look for a job for his age. And so um, I say that to say we as adults have not truly learned how to take care of ourselves. And and if we have, we feel so guilty sometimes about that. Even though Mm -hmm. the word says, love your neighbors as you love yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You gotta take care of you, and you cannot feel guilty about that. And when you give, make sure, make sure that it's not your emotions um, trying to leading you, or you're trying to, because um, it come it came a time in my life where I had to say, am I giving for my uh, reputation or for God's glory? And mm. that will that will that will make you think about some things. So, but other than that, writing things are good, and prayers is what I need. That's my only announcement: true prayers. <laughs> and don't say you can pray for me if you don't. If you're not going to do it, just don't even tell me. Don't say it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good point, Tim. I think sometimes people say that, and it's about as empty. <laughs> uh, as a jar sitting in their cabinet, so um, <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, we can't get out. We, we cannot get off this uh, radio broadcast tonight without uh, wishing you a happy birthday. Uh, you have at least uh, on the East Coast. You got a little less than an hour and a half before you will be uh, 21. So we. <laughs> Uh, we do want to uh, wish you a happy birthday, Sammy. Um, we hope that tomorrow is going to uh, bring you some unexpected uh, miracles and, and blessings and joy and happiness. Um, and we look forward to hearing all about it. Um, so if anything unexpected happens tomorrow, uh, Tamaria, Nadia, and I will will, will be uh, um, anticipating a phone call. <laughs> oh wow! Well, and 
and and no, we did not we did not send anything. We didn't do anything um, because we know that you love ice, and by the time we could send ice, it would melt, so we couldn't do that. <laughs> but um, but but we do hope those things for you, um, and uh, we are believing God to do some great things in your life. Uh, so we hope that you have hey, a blessed Ronnie. day tomorrow. Rodney, huh? let me just share a, yes. a blessing with you. I no longer have to go to Sonic because I've upgraded to a really nice refrigerator that gives me all the Sonic ice that I want. What a blessing, though. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, God answered the Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I look forward to uh, using it the next time we come down. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, you guys, thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, We hope you have a blessed week. You have a good night, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Somebody keep telling me don't.